0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Coronavirus in Africa updates. Um, I'm here with my partner in, uh, in isolation.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, man. Jibola, how are you doing? I'm great, I'm great and I'm happy to be back. Um, I hope everybody's staying inside. I know I am, for the most part.
0: How are you yeah. holding up?
1: My mental health is still in one piece. Um, I ordered uh, exercise equipment from from online. It should arrive any day now. I feel like that's the final piece that I need to keep it all together. That's but I'm good. good for the that's most good. part.
0: That's good. So, what are you working on? Are you working on your core? Are you working on
1: your oh. biceps? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I'm I'm more I'm more of a functional person. So, it would be. They are, they are pretty much just barbells and um, dumbbells, so it would be it'll be whole body and focused on strength.
0: Mm, so much we should be looking yeah. at uh, no uh,
1: no, new no, summer,
0: no. Summer, no new summer body. <laughs> hopefully no, one no. Hopefully, once once this isolation period is
1: up. Yeah, hopefully. Okay, I mean for all intents and purposes, jumping right into it is the lockdown over in Lagos or not? Big pertinent question.
0: So this is 27th of April. Um lockdown yeah. in Lagos. I mean, as of 1224 PM, mm-hmm. nothing has been announced. And I believe the lockdowns have always been announced by the federal government. Okay. Um True. in Nigeria. In Nigeria. And, and since nothing came from the federal government yesterday, they're usually done on Sunday evenings. And That's since correct. nothing was done, um, I believe the state is also not in the place to announce a lockdown but they have started they've launched a new campaign which is a hashtag mask up nice lagos so <laughs> they are now advising and you know um subtly enforcing the use of masks across lagos but before we jump right into it um one thank you guys for listening and you know following us on this journey for your first time listening to it um this podcast is as simple as it gets as simple as the head the, the, the name of the podcast is we're discussing facts reports and personal stories concerning covid-19 in africa and how the continent is tackling you know the global threat um yeah. how are you guys doing hope you guys are doing well anywhere you're listening from any part of the world hope you're feeling safe hope your family is safe and um, hope you know your mental health i think is super important we focus so much on the physical health it's I think okay. mental health is, is so key. We are used to routines as human beings. We go yeah. out, we come back in. Even if people, even people who work from home, right? There's a routine, yeah. and everything has been disrupted right now. So mm-hmm. um you know, check I, on I, your loved ones. I think at yeah. the end
1: of the show, we can just offer some um some mental health suggestions for keeping it together.
0: I have a couple. I have a couple. Well, I have awesome. like I have a
1: couple as well. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, so let's get into it. Straight up statistics across the world. Total number of infections, 2,981,592. Now, the last time we had a conversation, right, mm-hmm. we were at uh, a bit over 2 million. So we've added, we've added almost a million, you
2: mm-hmm.
0: know, total number of infections, right? Um, total number of yeah. deaths, 206,803. Total number of recovered, 869,935. Drilling down to Africa, um, total number of infected, 31,942. Total number of deaths, 9,587. Total number of recovered, 1,414. Drilling down to Nigeria... Total number of infected, 1,273. Total number of deaths, 40. Total number of recovered, 239. I want us to, Mm -hmm. before we jump into the highest cases across Africa, I want Mm -hmm. us to look at Africa and Nigeria Mm -hmm. and just sample (laughs) the number of deaths. Would you say the ratio, Mm -hmm. you know... um, I mean, you look at the number of infected, right? Thirty-one thousand across Africa. In Nigeria, it's one thousand two hundred and seventy-three. Then you look at the number of deaths in Nigeria. It's forty. Mm-hmm. Number of deaths across Africa is nine thousand five hundred and eighty-seven. Yeah. You can kind of see the number
1: of deaths in Nigeria is a bit, was a bit low, right? Yes, it's. I mean, it, it's. Yeah, it's a bit low. It also speaks to. I mean I guess we'll come back we'll come to it later, but it, it also speaks mm-hmm. to what might be under reporting. <clears throat> mm.
0: So under reporting of deaths or under reporting of number of infected?
1: Okay, so speaking from the perspective of somebody who has to who has had to try and get um, data to make models to to derive insights, there isn't a lot of real data from Nigeria. And mm. all respect to the people at MBS, they're working really hard and underpaid in the process but the the kind of data that we gather here does not inspire a lot of confidence in all honesty mm. so yes definitely under reporting um for reasons that we'll also raise later
2: okay.
1: it's becoming more apparent that the under-reporting is happening so to answer the mm. question <laughs> underreporting reporting of deaths under-reporting of infections
0: Okay, so number of infected. Talking about the infected cases across Africa, South Africa, I believe, is still at the top. Still topping the group. Is, it's still topping the group. Four thousand five hundred and forty-six, <laughs> closely followed by Egypt. Right uh-huh. now, there was a there was Egypt has really caught up. You know, caught, yeah. is really really close to to South Africa now, and it wasn't like this the last time uh-huh. we we recorded on episode three, but Egypt is at uh-huh. four thousand five hundred thirty-four. Now, what is surprising is Morocco has now surpassed Algeria.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? 4,065. Coming in fourth is Algeria with 3,382. Another surprising case is Cameroon. Cameroon has leapfrogged and has gone up to 1,621. Also, another surprising case is Ghana. Right? Mm -hmm. 1,550. And this, you can say, is attributed to um, the number of cases they recently recorded once they yeah. lifted the lockdown. I think once yeah. they lifted the lockdown,
1: they recorded yeah. about,
0: yeah, I think, 550 cases or something. You know?
1: That's correct, um, And yeah. then
0: you have, you have Ivory Coast at 1,150. Okay. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Is there a pattern here?
0: I'm trying to see is there... if there's
1: a pattern here. I I mean, I was going to. I didn't want to interrupt you. I was going to say that this looks like an African Cup of Nations um, football group, (laughs) like a qualifier group. And Uh,
0: I mean, this one is actually very. Yeah, they actually are very good footballing. You know, yeah, they are really good footballing nations.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They actually are. Um, As far as patterns go, Ghana and Ivory Coast are um, in West Africa. Um, mm-hmm. Algeria, Egypt, Morocco, North, South Africa is in the South, rather, right, obviously. Um, what is absent on this list is uh, East Africa. Um, mm-hmm. Nigeria actually should be on this list as well over Ivory Coast. Um, what what we're seeing here... Yeah, is if, if, we're, here?
0: if we're checking <laughs> across, yeah, yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, what we're seeing is it's one is picking up steam so it's almost like it's how the the delineating factors are getting blurred now like everybody has it right and i'm not saying everybody and people at home i'm not saying everybody like everybody else i'm saying like nation to nation what what is going to tell People differently is their approach to handling on the one hand and how badly they got infected before actions began to be taken. Case in point Egypt, Algeria, and Morocco. Yeah, so
0: what I also see is Egypt, Algeria, (coughs) Morocco, Northern Africa, close to Europe.
1: Close to Europe, yeah.
0: Close yeah, to that's Europe. correct. I also see that's a pattern. Which so there mm-hmm, was there a know. lot of uh, tourism it's, and all that. Is the that travel?
1: Happened. Yeah,
0: yeah. Before the border was closed, I also see for South <laughs> Africa, which it's I like also to travel. call an extension of of uh, Europe for me. Yeah, okay. I also see mm-hmm. there that it was also travel. So we see a pattern mm-hmm.
1: in those places, right?
0: Um, what, is,
1: what should give us pause? What should give us pause? Mm-hmm. at The new um. Up and comments, or rather, the ones that we should watch are the new up and Mm -hmm. comments Cameroon, Ivory Coast, Nigeria, and Ghana. Yeah, yeah, Ghana maybe not so much because there's there's actually a whole lot of travel between Ghana and everywhere else. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, what I also want to note here is you could also argue, right? So, we're seeing the numbers, and we're saying, oh, Nigeria is you know ahead of. Of um, of Ghana and Ivory Coast, but to be fair, we just discussed about the inefficiency yes. of or the lack of um, um, the number of testing that is going on. This could also be affecting other countries yeah. in Africa as well. So do do we could we That's also fair. say South Africa, Egypt, Algeria, right, are more efficient with testing? I mean, I can't say for sure. I haven't investigated, but mm-hmm. would you think that they are more efficient? That's why they have more numbers.
1: Yes, it's it's the it's the easy answer to reach for. Um, for how long uh, Nigeria had, or the major urban cities in Nigeria had a lockdown. We still have only, as of this morning, eleven thousand uh, tests done. I mean, hmm. nothing, nothing, nothing gives away. Nothing, nothing gives it away more than that. Like eleven thousand four hundred twenty-six. You. If I mean, what I'm going to do once I get off this call is to then do like a per capita uh, test, right? Uh, A per capita chart for the number of tests. So Ghana did a a 100K, has done a 100K tests and there's maybe 20 million people in the country. Nigeria has done 11,000 tests and you have 180 million people in the country. That kind of gives you some level of perspective yeah, yeah. I can
0: see from here, from the Ghana Health Service, total number of tested 100,622, mm-hmm. total number of positive 1,550. Yeah. So the positivity rate is 1.5. 1.5, mm-hmm.
1: that's not tracing, bad at all.
0: yeah, it's not, it's not, it's, uh, and you know, it's just, we just need to increase the number of testing across Africa. Hmm. We need to we need to increase the number of testing right yeah um, let's jump into the news just you know piggybacking off our stats here mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. the the metro is reporting that Africa is at the beginning of the cor- coronavirus pandemic with forty percent rises in cases
1: um to to hop right in there you can hear the glee with which <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the metro. Yeah, <laughs> you can hear the glee with which they've announced this. On the one hand, you can also hear them breathing a sigh of relief. You know how, like two three weeks into, um, the global uh, panic about the pandemic, like there were I think there was one news report in CNN where it was like. The they cases were couple, are so low in they Africa. Couple, they were
0: like, two, "What yeah, is going on?" Yeah, <laughs> medics are the, trying to understand why Africa has so many, so few. Cases, I mean, so oh so few God. cases, you know, and all that. And there was that whole analogy. And then people on social media had the whole conversation around, "Oh, you guys really want us to have it?" But I am in my room, was just panicking and saying, "Maybe we are just underreporting, and we have it already." You know. Anyways, let me read this. <laughs> Africa yes. has seen a 40% rise in coronavirus cases in the last 10 days, sparking fears. Right. The continent is at the beginning of the pandemic. There are now more than 31,000 cases of COVID-19 across Africa, while the number of deaths has increased to more than 1,400. The continent is hoping is now hoping aggressive screening and testing strategies will help combat the virus or the spread of the virus. Um, yeah, and... That's it. The World Health Organization uh, has said that uh, coronavirus cases could hit 10 million in six months in Africa. Uh,
1: <clears throat> yeah, it's not 10 million
0: in six months is a lot.
1: I, I foresee. I mean, okay, you no, know, so I'm not going to be a prophet of doom on this one episode, but it, it quite easily could could eclipse that. Hmm. It, it's quite
0: easy. Okay. Uh, Al Jazeera is reporting that coronavirus cases in Africa could surge from just thousands to now, and um, thousands now to 10 million within three to six months, according to provisional modelling. A regional mm-hmm. World Health Organization cough cough official has <laughs> said. <laughs> but Michael Yao, head of emergency operations for WHO Africa, said on mm-hmm. Thursday it was a tentative projection that could change. He noted. Worst-case predictions for the Ebola outbreak had not come through um, true because people changed their behavior in time. This is still to be fine-tuned, he told a media teleconference. It's a difficult. It's difficult to make a long-term estimation because the context changes too much, and also public health officials or public health measures, when they are fully implemented, can actually have an impact.
1: Separately, Do you notice something? New research said. No, you go. You go. You go. Let me let you finish.
0: Okay, separately, new research said Africa could see 300,000 deaths from the coronavirus, even under the best-case scenario, according to modeling by the Imperial College London. Under the worst-case scenario, with no interventions against the virus, Africa could see 3.3 million deaths and 1.2 billion infections, the report by the UN Economic Commission for Africa said. What did you know? They said, under the worst-case scenario, which obviously won't happen. The world's poorest continent has seen that has seen more than seventeen thousand confirmed cases of COVID nineteen and nine hundred deaths. This data is obviously outdated. Yes. Yeah. I guess I guess that is it. That is it. You were going to say something.
1: No. no, So if if Imperial College London, all respect to them, is is um, projecting that at the worst case scenario would have. 1.2 1.2 billion infections. How many Africans are there in total? <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I mean, it's a, it's modeling now. It, it's like you doing maths, right? You might not have the total number, right? But okay, it's like oh, negative. Yeah. It's like when something goes in negative.
1: Yeah, you no don't no don't have... match me. I
0: just drag. I know. No, I'm, so just, I'm, I'm also I'm also teasing you. I'm also teasing you. <laughs> but yeah, yeah to but, um. Mm
1: -hmm. yeah yeah you go you go
0: no go ahead go ahead
1: i was going to say that do you notice how suddenly very very careful mwho is being about their numbers and their assertions
0: yeah because you know of late they've been in everybody's bad books so i guess they are also trying to you know thread carefully um you know when it comes to predicting what would happen or Mm -hmm. you know um um, laying a claim, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because the internet is forever. You know, I think that's, yeah. that that tweet about them saying they have not seen any human-to-human connection, it really it, has put it, a it strain on their, brain. you know, uh, 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 the authenticity of
2: the,
0: and the credibility of the reports that they put out. So I think they are being yeah. super careful now um, as to what, you
1: know, they put out there. Yeah, let's
0: move I'm, on to Senegal. Oh, go ahead before we move on to Senegal. Yeah, so without I mean, new, I
1: wonder. the new. Oh my goodness, God bless them. Now I was going to say that still on the WHO banter, like they, I don't know that you could you could have made the kind of mistakes that they did, especially at the beginning mm-hmm. of the pandemic, without the other apps have, have been really stupid or you were compromised. Um. Mm. For I shared I shared that link with you, the Taiwan link. Yeah. Where Taiwan yeah. was saying, Sorry. oh, we can help we can help the world. And they basically just listed out the timeline of the things they did versus the things WHO was saying. I mean, obviously you can tell that they had a they had an agenda to agent, which is to nail the and put the nail in WHO's credibility coffin, right? Because they've been excluded from WHO for so long. But you also cannot deny as at the 28th of January the chief of WHO said there's no need to evacuate from Wuhan. And then two days later he declared a global health emergency. Hmm. X. It's a problem. No matter how you look at it. I I wish them
0: the best. It's a problem. Okay, so we've seen from... Let's focus on Lagos now before we yes. go into our main topic. Um, I guess the conversation you, I, and um, David, you and I had on the last yes. episode, is kind mm-hmm. of coming to fruition, right? The, yes. kind, the solutions we proffered, which is yes. the use of masks. So yes. Lagos yeah. launched a no mask... Well, not no mask, no movement, but a mask up <laughs> Lagos yeah. You know, policy where they want everybody leaving their houses with a mask on, mm-hmm. right? Um, this also coincides with the federal government not announcing a further lockdown after an additional two-week lockdown.
1: Yeah, must Could it yeah. be
0: that Lagos is already looking at allowing, you know, or or reducing the the Limitation of movements in the city and carefully and strategically influencing people. I suspect
1: that may be the case. To put on masks. What do you think? Um, I suspect that may be the case because it's likely a case of them wanting to, and I don't know why they would want to do that, but it's likely a case of them wanting to ease Lagos back into being alive on the one hand. But I guess mm-hmm. if they... So if I if I were in government, right, and you, I can see how much of a colossal failure trapping people in their homes has been, it would... I would call it a
0: colossal failure.
1: It so, really has
0: helped reduce the spread. So I, I, I would actually you. call it a success. Now, the byproduct of this is that you've left rendered people, you know, economically... So, so,
1: powerless because so, they've not been yes, able I to find for themselves. So so, so maybe, maybe I need to rephrase what I was going to say. Their handling of it was a colossal failure. The very, very simple basics of what they could have done to make it less of a hassle for people to stay at home. They failed at it woefully, on the one hand. On the second hand, they lost an opportunity to get goodwill from the people. So, if that's the case and you want to you want to remedy that, the the easy choice would be to segue into the next um, decision rather than um, issue mm-hmm. another, okay, you were at home. Now you don't have to be at home anymore. Do you see? Because it, it would be an inadvertent admission of failure. I get it. I get it.
0: Um
1: Sorry?
0: I said I understand. I get you. And I, I get your point. Yeah. I get your point. Mm -hmm. My next question would be, do we agree, do we both agree that the number of cases will increase, even with the masks? Will they?
1: Yes. Very quickly, yes. I mean, we've seen an example of that with with Ghana, right?
0: Very quickly because people won't wear their masks, or very quickly because even with masks, the rate of spread would increase.
1: So, very quickly because very very quickly because several reasons one people may not wear their masks people may not wash their masks after every use people may wear their masks incorrectly um people will go back home into highly dense uh, be, yeah into densely populated uh, residential homes and mm. get infected by their neighbors so there's a slum close by my home right and there's an anecdote my my dad tells the anecdote, and it's that there was a time census officials came and of course they had they spent half the entire day in that slum and they had come through to ours, and then he said oh how many are you guys in this home and he told them and they were like are you guys serious i'm like yeah in this big house yeah and then they're like, you guys don't know what's going on out there in the streets. And then hmm. they described where they were coming from. And it was, let me see. I'm trying to find an analogous example. So it was hmm. it was a home on maybe a plot and a half, and there were easily 250 people living in that home. What? Yeah. Yeah. Regular wow. face me, I face you. Yeah. So they go out and wear masks, right? But they come back into that house. The, I've, I've been in one of those um, lodgings, and the passage alone, air doesn't move. So it, all it takes yeah. is one person to cough. Do you see? So you have you have an entire floor of maybe ten families living on the same floor, and they, they all use one toilet and one bathroom. What do you do about that? So yeah, the point of And I guess
0: for people are washing their hands.
1: But enough. forget forget washing hands. A lot negative and touching hands. faces. Mm, ah, touching faces, bro. So it's um I don't know. I, I try not to think too hard about it, but do you it's it's why I said on, on the previous podcast, like are you going to Are you going to keep doing chemo for a cancer that has metastasized? Or will you use morphine Mm. and just enjoy your last couple of days? That's what I said. The people Mm. are hungry.
0: Mm. Okay. Um, That's Lagos. Let's talk about (laughs) Kano. (laughs)
1: Let's
0: talk about Kano.
1: Kano, 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 Kano. Kano. What is
0: going on in Kano? We've heard reports of a lot of people dying. A lot of people being buried. We saw videos. Um, we saw interviews with um, people who are buried, who 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 are grave buried diggers. multiple people. Yeah, grave dealers yeah. who are buried multiple multiple people in, in in the last week, or say the last nine to ten days. Right. There was also mm-hmm. a report of about 150 people dying.
1: Yeah. What is going on in kano in... The truth is, and because Nigeria is such a dark continent of data, right, we actually don't know. I don't know what the result of the request for autopsies into the 150 people that were recorded to have been dead. Some estimates some estimates put it between over 100 and 600, right? there's the list of about 20 prominent individuals that were circulating on Twitter that had passed away, I believe it was on Thursday or Friday. Mm-hmm. What it is, what what we're seeing is, is the result of what we, the conversation we had, I believe it was on our first or second episode, where you asked me very pointedly, how would we know when or how 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 would it become obvious that underreporting is happening do you remember that question mm. yes what do I you do. Think, do you, do you remember I what do. my answer was
0: You said you said when we start seeing the number of deaths rise
1: yeah that's it and it's that that's that's essentially what's going to happen and you like i was telling you if we use the case fatality rate In Nigeria, right? The official case fatality rate is at three percent, right? If we use Mm -hmm. that rate as a metric to reverse engineer the number of likely cases in Kano, Mm
2: -hmm. of
1: course, you then hold all the other factors of underlying health issues and all of that in one hand. Yes. If you use that rate alone, we're implying that over five thousand people in Kano had. Lived through, slash, um, works through having COVID for the last two to three weeks. If that doesn't send shivers down your spine, I don't know what what will.
0: And so, as a result, so you, I mean, for people to die now, right? You you are saying that two weeks later.
1: Yes, yes, on the average. Mm. Yeah. Because um, okay, so you don't you don't start to experience between um, you don't start to experience symptoms if you are symptomatic between two and say fourteen days. Um, the average the average um, course before people start to pass away is ten days from when they start to experience um, symptoms. So two weeks mm-hmm. puts it puts it at the lower limit. So if if they've been dealing with it for about two weeks, then this is the this is just the beginning. That we're seeing. Do you see? If they've been dealing so, so with it for longer than two weeks, sorry. Yeah.
0: So we're also saying in another two weeks,
1: <laughs> or or going on pretty much. Or going it's, on. It's a, yeah, because yeah, it's a continuous variable, right? Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. So if 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 you if you are not using it as your lower limit, if you're you using the upper bound, then maybe this is the worst we'll see from out of for now at least we're also seeing that we've also seen
0: that uh, you know the the state government adopted a, a ban on interstate
1: travel yes so is it adopting a ban as much as the so the interesting thing about um about nigerian law and politics is that so there are some things that states don't have power over so a yeah. state can't declare a state of emergency on itself a states can't declare interstate um, travel outlawed. However, the federal government can. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, in view of that, the last I checked was the um, governor's forum was suggesting that interstate oh. travel be banned. Yes. But some states, I will not mention names, already walled off their interstate <laughs> boundaries. <laughs> Just in case... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it's wise. You remember on episode 2, I was saying that, look, you want to be able to turn every state into a hermetic seal.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Almost as if certain important people were listening to this pro- podcast. But that would be... A I believe narcissistic they do. Of, I, I think they do. <laughs> but it, it would be a tiny bit like narcissistic of us to believe that they do. Yeah. Um, but hint, hint, they just picked up the masks policy, just saying.
0: Lagos mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. did anyway. So, yeah. Lagos and Kaduna, rather.
0: I also, I also think one more thing, and I don't know how difficult this is going to be, but creating mm-hmm. green zones and red zones, since there's a lockdown, um, is it possible within a state to create a green zone or a red zone?
1: So what? What say, is what this, is actionable? This, yeah. What's what's actionable for our? For our climb is to be able to to restrict movement in um, how do you say that in certain clusters. So you say, "Ali sure nobody should move." Do you see? Um, which is which is what we've done on a national level, but to now localize it a little bit. So you have a you have a, a, a dualized response in that you are not crippling your economy as such but you're also trying to localize whatever um, infections there are. The only problem, and it, it was a conversation of having somebody there to me, was is that with the way Lagos is, there's, uh, I don't want to use interbreeding now, There's there, there are intercluster movements. So people, a lot of people who work on the island live in Alimoshaw, Bariga, mm-hmm. and Oshari, Yeah, DC. Yeah, but- um, Yabba, God bless you. Do you see? So if what if you lock down Ali and Yabba? So the rest of your state is not locked down, but the people who work in your ITILSA are unable to go to work. Do you see? Yeah. So yeah. have you really opened your up your state for commerce and work? Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're dealing with a very, very interesting time. As you probably know of me, um complex compounding problems exciting. So uh, it will it, be fun trying to dynamically fix and move to the folds of of, of problem-solving at this scale. We'll
0: wait and see. We'll wait and see. so we'll let's, wait and see, my let's brother. Jump, let's jump back into Senegal. Senegal is hailed as Africa's coronavirus hero for producing hmm. testing kits as low as $1. What's yeah. $1 these days?
1: Mm-hmm. Anywhere between four hundred and ten and five hundred bucks. So okay. the five hundred bucks is the um, FX forwards. So think of mm-hmm. that like your uh, your puts and calls options. So the market is saying that the dollar, the naira dollar is going to go at five hundred to the dollar very soon. But you can do between four ten and four twenty.
0: Okay, I'll just peg it at four fifty to be safe. What uh, <laughs> what my my malam friend at the at uh, the end of the road would tell me mm-hmm. and so uh so i read i mean i watched the the video of Zera produced video i watched the video yes. um i think it's fantastic if you can produce enough testing kits you can go ahead to test as many people as possible right yeah they are also printing Um, 3d printing ventilators at the cost of 60 Um, dollars
1: and that's pretty that's that's
0: pretty much it and we're talking about this because i think it's um i think at, at the end of the day it's 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 something we need to really think about as a country right or even yeah just as a country or even states where we need to constantly be funding and um, innovation um, supporting innovation really yes, and so yeah. in times of crisis like this you know what you've been um, you know supporting can come back to, um, um, to save you fruit. Mm. and so um, they're also saying that they want to produce as many testing kits as possible so that they can distribute you know to other African countries um, Senegal yeah. also has the highest recovery in Africa and the third in the world.
1: Yeah, I that's I pretty
0: think... pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, Osage, what do you think about me firing up my jet and for us to fly into Senegal? Into and Senegal, find out why? Yeah, and find out why.
0: I really don't want to leave where I am right now. <laughs> 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 i'm sorry you know i, I, I you almost fell face. for that yeah so i went outside yesterday i had to go to the pharmacy by the way um mm-hmm. face mask which cost twelve thousand naira um yeah. like three weeks ago a pack of face mask 50 now cost twenty five thousand naira wow yeah that is how expensive these are so i guess we all need to and, and my my neighbor was telling me that another neighbor of ours is you know producing face masks right so you've seen the akara face mask you've seen those matching face masks and the governor of lagos has been wearing and all that so people have been producing Mm -hmm. sewing a lot of face masks and i think that's what everybody a lot of people are going to revert Mm -hmm. to my only problem with that is the reuse of the face mask how are people are people going to wash it you know you wear the other face mask you wear it once you put it away when you get back home or whatever right some people wear it like twice or wear the whole day they throw it away it's disposable now these ones you don't want to throw them away Right, so
2: yeah.
0: I'm just very, very, very. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it, and I'm scared. And I hope people are very cautious. You know, with reusing this
1: clothing um, the, mask, the fabric face mask. You know,
0: the, yeah, the first You know, they, they need to wash it, really wash it. And I hope people can buy more than one so that they can, you know, wash one use while it on it's on drying, it. use another. So my, yeah,
1: my my worry, my big worry, and I, I really, really hate. I was becoming the face for sunshine and hope and i really really hate them i'm being the party pooper now i'm i know i'm the one that says oh let's go face masks right but yeah and this is the problem with david was saying on the last episode like we're we're so we're so into um copying and reproducing situations and solutions that we're not looking at our local context or looking at the bigger context now the thing is. So, we look at Czech Republic, right? Masks for all. But you see, along with that mask for all conversation was also the information about how to make your own masks at home. The yeah. the effectiveness of the different kinds of masks that are available. And I'm a little bit concerned about the... How do I say this? It, it, it might be, so I'm not able to reveal all the face masks that I see, right? But the way it ideally should be is you should have two layers of fabric, right? And then yeah. in between a somewhat permeable material that on the one hand allows you to breathe, but on the other hand serves as a sort of filter that you can then take out and destroy, then wash your mask. Do you see? Mm-hmm. So you have your, in terms of sizing, you have your um, malaria parasite. So let's imagine it as a tennis ball, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have your uh, coronavirus version 19, right? And it's the size of a, a bean seed. Do you see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's and which was what informed a lot of the initial conversation around oh surgical masks, should you use it, should you not use it? Oh surgical masks, should you wear them inside out or outside in GC? Yeah. It's yeah. it's because of that permeability conversation. Right mm. now, yeah. what, let me just dive straight to the um solution rather than um pinpointing the problem so elaborate elaborately. What uh dear scientists have found or the scientific scientific community is that something as simple as a kitchen towel, and I'm not talking about TV people, like the proper kitchen towel. You know those ones that you can always yeah. use to dry your body when you take the bath.
0: Yeah. Using that
1: as a filter with two layers of fabric in between is yeah. nearly as effective as your N ninety five mask. Hmm. Do you see? ah so ankara masks i don't know i don't know
0: because the fabric of the ankara they are different fabrics right they have different kind of fabrics um, you know what you really know good what? fabrics if, are thick off the other fabrics are not
1: so it's not even about the thickness as much as it's the spaces in between the fabric do you see in between guess what yeah. After yeah. this conversation, if you have a really strong magnifying glass at home, get one and try and look at the fabric of any um, Ankara that you can find in mm-hmm. your house. I have a microscope at home, so it's why I'm able to... I've I've zoomed in on what it looks like on the surface of the literally tower. Yes, I've, I've also zoomed in on what it looks like on the surface of... um, Ankara. Now, I won't get the level of detail that an electron microscope would get, but it's enough to be able to see the spaces in between. Do you see? Yeah. Guess what? If people were using the fabric of t-shirts, so the Mm -hmm. weaving pattern is different with t-shirts, right? If people were using the fabric of t-shirts to to make masks, I would breathe much easier. Guess what? T-shirt material is much cheaper.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah, so mm. even with T-shirt material, it would still be T-shirt, um, kitchen towel membrane T-shirt, DC. So you just slide the kitchen towel in between. So so
0: why do you think there's an effort for, or why do you think there's a trend for people to make the mask out of Ankara because of the stylish patterns and all that? Yeah, it it looks, because it looks
1: cool and it's relatable. It's that simple. Mm. It's just not very mm. functional okay. Yeah, Um. end of party pooper mode. Back to joy and sunlight.
0: Well, on a positive note, um, <laughs> BBC is reporting that more than 200 doctors from Cuba or Cuba, yes. are due to arrive in South Africa to help fight coronavirus. Hey, um, what about Nigeria? Left, I mean, when they are done with SC. SC has the most numbers, bro.
1: Okay, they, sure. You just
0: have to wait your time. Um, the Hang medics up. left on a plane that first carried a donation of South African medical supplies to the Caribbean island <laughs> the Embassy in Pretoria said there are more than one thousand two hundred health workers sent to battle COVID nineteen in twenty two countries. They have requested help from the communist states. South Africa is to begin easing strict lockdown restrictions next month. More than one point five million people will be allowed to return to work, some schools will reopen, deliveries of hot food will be permitted, and cigarettes will be back on sale. Yeah, but on the sale of alcohol I, I mean, I, I guess they're also trying to reduce, you know, people from smoking. Um, and <laughs> but the sale of alcohol and public gardens that. will still be bound. Right? The country mm-hmm. which at one point was following the UK's infection curve has Stunned observers in the way it has slowed the spread of the virus. Yeah. Says yeah. the BBC's Andrew Harding from Johannesburg. Okay. Um, and that's it for that. Now let's move into our main topic, which Woo! is conspiracy theories
1: and rumors. I can hear the smile on your face. For
0: a I like conspiracy theories, Don't why sound Because so happy. I, I mean, I like conspiracy theories because I like to look at alternate versions of reality. Yeah, of reality, right?
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, somebody who watches a lot of TV writing, shows and yeah. movies, you know, I like shows like um, The hands Made Tale, which is very mm-hmm. dystopian in nature and makes it look like... Have you watched The hands Made Tale? No, I have not. You need to... You need to watch it, right? I, I, I'll oh, give you a sneak on
1: peek. On your recommendation, sneak I
0: will. Peek, sneak peek is... You know, some people in the U.S. are tired of the liberal and the left, right? Oh,
1: sounds
0: familiar. Yeah, there's a coup, right? And they changed the U.S. to a country called Gilead. And Gilead in the Bible was this place where, Mm. I don't know if you know Gilead in the Bible, where, you know, it was uh, very pure and holy and all that. So, of course, it's very patriarchal. So, the women are subdued and okay. i mean it's, I'm, I'm just going to leave it there then
1: you know but it's it's an amazing it's amazing
0: right you should watch it the hands made tale so why i like this
1: show in which women are subdued amazing sage? no no no
0: no you don't take it out of <laughs> because, <laughs> because these women rise up to fight the power so that's why it's amazing okay. yeah all right so you you Good there's comment. that
2: mm-hmm.
1: thank
0: you there's that there's also um um the man in the high castle have you watched
1: it okay no, I haven't watched that either. Oh,
0: The Man in the High... Oh, man. The Man in the High Castle is really good, right? Especially the first season. It's very simple. Okay. In It's an alternate reality. The story okay. is simple. It is Germany won World War Two.
1: Oh, right. I think I've seen that. It's one of those things that pops yeah. up on your Amazon Prime um, subscription. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, they took over the US. So, Japan and... Um, and, and um, Germany owned the US, you know, yeah, so there's also a resistance movement and all that, Mm -hmm. so I like watching stuff like that, so when I come across, you know, conspiracy theories, they kind of pique my interest, like, hmm, this is quite interesting, what is going on here, and quite a number of, you know, theories have come around this period of, uh, you know, COVID-19, and And as the pandemic spreads, we've heard voice notes, we've read articles, We've watched videos of different stories, of different yeah. theories. And yeah. I think in general, which is what I would like to say in conclusion, but I'd like to say it now, is that okay. if there are so many theories that sort of counter themselves, mm-hmm. it then just sort of tells us that maybe these things are just you look here. cooked up. Maybe or they're you- just cooked up. If there was one grand theory, and everybody was consistent with that theory, yeah, would, it would have had more impact. And I think because you have like fourteen different conspiracies, yes, all the time, which one are you picking? And how can fourteen different conspiracies and um, be running concurrently? And that's where people kind of poke, you know, holes in the Hole. theories to say, oh, this moment you said. People are happy that you know there's the pandemic. Then this other moment to say it has nothing to do with the pandemic, like, can you guys be consistent with theories? So that's what yeah. happens with conspiracy theories most time, and that's why people don't take conspiracy theories take them very seriously. seriously.
1: But I mean, a, a, to play devil's advocate here, is mm-hmm. it not then the case as most of us have most of us played Chinese whispers as kids, right? And what mm-hmm. is heard at the beginning of the chain? is usually very very different from what is heard at the end of the chain at the end right Mm -hmm. yes and because these things move around by hearsay is it not within the realm of possibility i'm not a conspiracy theorist here my dear people at home but is it not within the realm of possibility that at some point in that chain a nugget of truth which is what moves people to believe anyway would have started Mm that daisy chain of oh did you hear that it's a question to ask mm. and it's something to think I, about I,
0: it's a really good question Um the adage the simple adage or the most popular adage for that is there's no smoke without
1: fire, fire. yeah there's no smoke yeah. without fire so let's dive right into it
0: number one on the conspiracy theories list what's your number one what's the most popular one it has to be the 5G, net 5g network 5G. it has to be the 5g network right 5G. so a couple of weeks ago um mm-hmm. i mean there had been an undertone of 5g right i've seen yeah, something for, as early as maybe late january february right mm-hmm. i've seen some things around but these were of course they are not mainstream media you know, these things kind of just get on your timeline. Then you go on yep. it, so you go to YouTube. Then you go down this rabbit hole, and you oh wow, this is happening. But I guess mm-hmm. for to, to to really localize it to an African context, um, yeah, there was a there was an audio right that got on WhatsApp and was shared mm-hmm. by you know thousands of people. And in this yep. audio, um, you know, the person speaking was claiming that mm-hmm. this Rather pandemic... Adjusted. Yes, yes. Um, that the pandemic was set up because they needed people to go into lockdowns because they needed to set up 5G towers,
2: mm-hmm. right?
0: And to set up the 5G towers, once they switch on the 5G towers, people would die. Mm-hmm. Now, this theory was also... Uh, uh, what this person said was that this had already happened in some parts of China, and that's mm-hmm. what led to plenty of deaths. And as the you know the 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 number of cases of deaths were increasing, they now had to introduce the virus to cover up the deaths that were caused by the 5G towers because mm-hmm. the 5G towers were emitting um, highly radiate, r- r- radioactive
1: High frequency radiation.
0: Fre- yeah, frequencies, and um, it was killing people. Now, there are a lot of things to poke in these stories, but this this story has, like, gone, right? And I've talked to quite a number of people who have heard this story, and, you know, some believe it, some are indifferent, you know, some don't believe it. But I think it's number one on the list. Now, this yes. was further fueled by, you know, a very popular pastor in in Nigeria who has, like, a large following, who did, mm-hmm. and if I might say, a very nice presentation, you know, <laughs> on, on this thing, even though his own theory was a bit, I think it was very similar to to the, to the voice,
1: voice. Yeah, yeah. And
0: also, you know, the same thing. Um, And there have been, you know, videos of people in the UK going to meet people, walking and asking them, what are you guys doing? Oh, we're planting cables. Say so when they switch yeah. on the cables, this will happen, that will happen and mm-hmm. all that. Um, yeah. What, what is your take? What is your take on, you know, the story? Um, Yeah, what's your take on the story? Tell me.
1: Okay, so there's there are several layers to it. And my take on the story is my take on several things. And it's, it's a Schrodinger's cat take. Mm. It will come as a mm. surprise because the mainstream belief with everything is that, believe the experts. Mm-hmm. However, um, from experience, the experts kind of got us where we are today. Uh, well, the experts, yeah, you dig. The experts said, "Oh, it's just a flu. It's nothing to worry about. It's only in China. It's not spreading from person to person." Booyah! Um, what's it's that? Everywhere. There? Yeah, you dig. There's a joke that oh, China ate and were the ones. Um, is he sneezing now? I can't remember. But yeah, so the. <laughs> so it, it's um. This is why I I give pause. On the one hand, like I'm not I'm not going to jump straight into the deep end and say, oh, you know, you guys are crazy," even if on the surface the other people the other person does sound bad shit. You dig. Um. Mm-hmm. So th- that's that's on the one hand. On the second hand, if we, if we take it on a case by case basis, right? Uh, it's several things at once, and it, it starts with so the the central premise of it. So one, the if the five um, G panic were totally true, right? What happened to the four G panic that was had about twelve to thirteen years ago? Well, what about what happened to the three G panic? before that, yeah. what happened to yeah. the GSM panic just before that, yeah. do you see? That's on the one hand. On the second hand, um, so that's on side A. Side B is that even as we speak, we cannot have, or rather we do not have a centralized consensus that mobile phone technology as we are using it today is not harmful. Go and look at all the um, safety studies that
2: yeah.
1: have been done. It's the, the I've forgotten the language used. It's, it's inconclusive pretty much, do you see? Mm. So that's one, but as always from the very, very um, basics of it, I'm a scientist, I'm an engineer, right? And the science of it is that there are two kinds of radiation, there's ionizing radiation, which is the radiation that powers uh, nuclear reactors that sits in the heart of uh, nuclear warheads. So that's an ionizing radiation, radiation from the sun as well. That's part A, right? And then there's non ionizing radiation, which is radiation that powers our cell phones, not powers our cell phones, that, um, that pass the airwaves of our radios, our phones, our computers, our cell phone networks, all of that jazz. 3G, 4G, 5G, all of them run on non-ionizing radiation regardless of the frequency on which they operate. Granted, the frequency on which um, 5G operates is really high, like way high, like it's so high that the distance between the towers and it, it's it's giving me a lot of time to think about how it's going mm-hmm. to be deployed in Nigeria, because one we don't even have power, you get, That's one. Two, the distances between <laughs> each to, cell tower yeah, we just, has to be much shorter. It. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, it has to. Be, so because the frequency is so high, it can it can't travel as far. So you you generally need more towers because in the switch from three G to four G. You didn't see any conversation about building more towers or um, embedding more cables because they simply went into the existing masts and switched the radios out for each other do you see yeah and in rolling out 5g that would happen as well they would just go to the base stations and put in the 5g um, radio radios pretty much right and broadcast and receive but we're going to have to need more mass locations. So what would then happen is they would pay for space on top of your house. The antenna doesn't have to be as elaborate mm-hmm. as the regular ones in your masts, right? So I think you're yeah. going to need yeah. a, 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 a radio antenna every 30 meters. That is extensive. My, the, okay. the streets, yeah, go. You're going to say something.
0: Yeah, so I have I have two questions, right? My first question yeah. is is if they need to like why do why I mean and, and this would be my question to the conspiracy theorists, right? Mm-hmm. Why do you need a lockdown to install the towers? Like people install towers and masks every day
1: without lockdown, So God right? bless you. So this is where this is where the holes this is where the holes come in, right? And usually my My problem with, look, Osage, if you and I, between two of us, we had maybe a cask of of very good old whiskey, three decades old, sat down and crafted a proper conspiracy theory. The KGB will arrest us. you understand? Because we would think through (laughs) what, (laughs) we would think through, okay, so what if somebody says this? A very very yeah. good conspiracy theory must blend truth and plausibility so well that even the person trying to debunk it will be woo holy crap! Is that it needs legit? to be a good it needs to be a good Sydney Sheldon story. It has to be. It has to be. It really really has to be. So yeah, it's it's a very very deep question. Um, I've so I've that's, sorted that's the science my of it. First question.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, exactly, that's the first question. Then the second question I wanted to ask, right, is if the theorists claim claim that the five G network will kill people, then mm-hmm. people will die. Then we will know. Do
1: you get what yeah. I'm saying? Okay. So 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 this is where this is where I then have to switch back to the devil's advocate, right? So don't forget yeah. that the um, the an extension of the conspiracy theory is that people of course this i heard from his royal um is it highness or majesty the famed fried hair pastor
2: that had the amazing
1: presentation so the thinking was okay so 5g was going to make people sick so they had to vaccinate them but there was no way to vaccinate a whole bunch of people at the same time unless panic was created
0: ah i see if to give them a
1: reason it, to actually to give a reason to be, be able
0: to yeah so so that this yeah that one what actually keeps people
1: alive yes exactly from yeah from, like sick, from yeah from being sick from yeah so that that part of the conspiracy theory, I I have to be honest with you, I can't. It's genius. I would have sat down and thought about it myself. Like, okay, it's fantastic. Because you, know you would ask me, like, was I get? like, okay, so Jibala, how are you going to spin this? And I would say, you know what? This is how we'll spin it. And I'll just drop my I'll drop my mic on the table. Like, yeah. Hmm. And then YouTube be like, damn, Jubala, wow. So yeah
0: okay so the media response to 5g network of course the main, mainstream media kind of jumped on it immediately debunked it and mm. kind of moved on um again so, so it, my, it, it my problem
1: of- yeah. so my problem and why i'm why i'm um, playing devil's advocate and it really really hurts me because if you don't have a base foundation for truth or for knowledge of facts then Nothing yeah. in this world is believable. Do you see? Growing up, our general belief was that mainstream media was that last bastion of truth. Mm-hmm. The last five years has proven to us that our last bastion of truth is a lie. Do you see? So, yeah. On the one hand, I feel hor- I I feel like, oh, let's believe these guys. On the second hand, I'm looking at the their antecedents over the last five years and i'm like am i not being stupid believing them again not them to to how do you say sorry for going back but these masks for all i remember very vividly and i'm sure you can remember too six weeks ago seven weeks ago the media was parroting masks don't work No, no, no! It, wasn't, it wasn't
0: masks don't work. It was like, why you people wear masks? People without the virus
1: don't need masks. Masks don't work. Remember was what I heard? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a with you. Masks don't work. Listen, that some some media people were saying that, because I was one of the people that pushed back and said, if masks don't work, why do doctors use it? Exactly. I remember you saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. get yeah. and then yeah. They, there was a pushback to say that, oh, well, the doctors wear it to protect the patient. <laughs> really? <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get <laughs> And the mother of all wonders, there's, I don't know whether that video is still on um, the WHO website, but there, there, there were several videos recorded by people who look like medical personnel, but mm-hmm. because I've read um, Robert Bob Cialdini's influence, I realized that when, when you see a representation of somebody, right, and they wear mm-hmm. what is supposed to be a uniform of authority, right? Yeah. So you, someone is trying to give you medical information, and you see them wearing scrubs, and you it, see them the wearing lab, wearing coat a lab coats.
0: Scrubs. It's a trigger because you've it's been trying trigger. to believe people who God dress like that. God will bless you
1: from Zion. Know what they Good. Think. So, yeah. so that thing is called an appeal to authority. okay so that that's the that's the um crap that's that's the thing from uh mental biases right yeah but that 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 um psychological manipulation trick is called ah crap i can't remember what it's called but it's it's it, it, it it plays on an appeal to authority right so you see someone wearing a hard hat And it brings Uh to mind somebody who is supposed to be a construction engineer building something. And the person tells you, this road, you can't pass it. You'll be more likely to believe them. So for me, what turned me off from that video was this emphasis. And of course, the colors in the video were soft blues. And I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching. The white,
0: the soft blues. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Did you see? And guess what? I believed it. But... (laughs) because i'm also a scientist i'm looking at what is what is in what is in the peer reviewed journals so for me small trick right anything i hear or see and someone confesses it as a basic fact i'm not going to shout i'm not going to say anything i'll just go especially if it's around health i'll just go on the ncbi um, journal database and look for all the studies that are around that conversation, right? So you usually would find maybe six four four against or seven four three against. Do you see? Mm-hmm. And you then be, you'd be lucky to find some um, areas of study where it's like nine four one against, and you're like, okay, so it's conclusive. Do you see? And in situations like the pandemic, we're dealing with you. Peer-reviewed journals would then be too slow because then you now have people who have to review, right? So the next level, you now look at preprints. So preprints are somebody banged out this study or banged out this um, this uh, book review, uh, sorry, literature review, right? But they've not been peer-reviewed, but it's available yeah. for everybody to read. But the caveat there is you then read it with a pinch of salt. Do you get so across reading preprints and peer-reviewed journals, the literature was very, very consistent. And I, look, this was maybe six, seven hours from when I had watched the WHO video, and I'm like, "I, what is happening here?" Hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? So to bring it back to where we started from, this is why I now take things that from people who are supposed to be freaking experts, right? Like and it's it's a real actual argument that I had with a friend of mine, and I was talking with, I was talking about masks, and they were like, "Why are you saying this is what WHO said?" And honestly, course, if you were in that's person, what, I would have thrown a book to. or a But that's I was empathetic. What, that's what people exactly because that is. I was empathetic because to believe exactly. So or to listen God to bless it. you. So what then upsets me is that look, if I were in that kind of position, I would be very very careful and responsible with the kind of information I put out there because people are relying on me to do their thinking for them, which is why yeah. we use experts anyway, do you see? Because this world is so vast that we can't sit down and do the thing that I do where, oh, let me research this particular thing. Things as random as how, how does a microwave work. I sit down and get into it because I want to understand what makes the world around me tick Do you see?
0: That's you, right? And that's what you're that's interested me. in, right? Do you see? Here's, Do you see? The danger, so, here's, here's the danger of things. The danger of things is, you see that guy in the lab coat with the soft blue colors on the video, right? Imagine yes. if somebody in their house creates that video with misinformation. God right? bless you. With misinformation you and puts it out on Instagram. On social media. Anywhere. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What then that's happens? That's it. That is it. It's gone. Do you see, so yeah, people take so, things they see on Facebook, Facebook more seriously than than what they see on mainstream yeah. media. So, Do you so when did you is, see it?
0: Uh, I I, I, oh, I saw it, it on, on Facebook. Facebook.
1: Listen, you don't want to understand the kind of fires I've been putting out with my parents and all of my elderly friends. Like, so tell it, me about oh, it. Have you have you heard? That COVID is a lie. And I'm like, ah, where did you hear this? And like, once they see me, they sent it to me. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Okay, first off, and then it's a whole entire conversation. They're like, oh, right, it's true. You are correct. How many of these fires are we going to put out daily? Let's well, bring it back to, <laughs> oh my God, to bring it back to our favorite um, topic of conversation, the. Mm-hmm conspiracy theories. So you see you see why there's a little bit of skepticism to for the mainstream approach. So I was telling you the two reasons why I'm I adopt a devil's advocate to it. Yes, on one hand for my own sanity I discount a lot of those things. We haven't even gotten got to the deepest part, which I'll come to. So on the one hand, I discount it for my own sanity. On the second hand, I confront it with science that I know and I've researched. And then on the other hand, as everyone should, as every scientist should, as every human being, every human being should be a scientist in my opinion, right? But as everyone should, even the things that you believe with a certainty, you should encounter them with a a small amount of skepticism.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Because guess what? even the science, everything we believe in science now was, we believe the opposite of it. Name it. Um, and <laughs> Now we take for, yeah, true. Think about it. We take for granted now. Oh, Kepler's forces. Oh, Galileo. Galileo died for believing that the earth was not flat and that the, the, the sun wasn't moving around the earth. This guy was killed for this. And we take it for granted now. Do you see? So, you right. So a small deal of skepticism with everything. Why small? Because if you take more than a pinch of skepticism to everything, you wouldn't be certain about anything in this life, right? And your sanity would go day by day by day. So that's... Okay. To put that that's... in
0: context... Uh... <laughs> europe pop culture I would mm-hmm. say Ijawa always guiding always guiding
1: my brother always guiding always guiding always guiding always guiding
0: alright so um, next on the on the list of conspiracy theories this one is quite interesting mm-hmm. as well is the Bill yes. Gates theory now let's quickly rush over this one right because I don't want mm-hmm. the, anybody from the the Gates family mm-hmm. or the Gates Foundation knocking on Lizzo. my door.
1: Disclosures mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, full on disclosures. Um, this theory has yes. also like this theory is in multiple, multiple has multiple faces, Darnations. right? Yes. There's yes. Been, yes, yes yeah, the theory mm-hmm. of okay, he's pushing a vaccine. Um the vaccine, you know, it has been tied back to religion, that uh, you know, the vaccine is what contains is the uh is the mark of the beast, you know. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, there's been so many. There's been so many, um, and yeah. you know, there's also a video of um, Bill Gates talking about coronavirus. I think was yes. a TEDx video, so. Um, so he wasn't talking you... about
1: COVID as such, but we'll co- he wasn't let talking me, about. COVID,
0: me... But coronavirus has always existed,
1: right? So he was talking about zoonotic viruses. Most prominent of which is, yeah, you know what? Yeah, he was talking about coronaviruses as a family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: again, that has also been taken out of context, you know, saying oh he knew about it before that came out and all that. <laughs> and, and and I think he hasn't addressed any of those things, which is sort of a good thing because if you do, then it puts it, it so much validity it on energy.
1: it. Yeah. It gives the energy that it does that it shouldn't have.
0: On it's But what, what's your own take on on you know, um, I feel like humans need to most times identify one person and treat that person as a scapegoat. Again, people are going through <laughs> a lot. I'm serious. I think there, there has to be a ringleader somehow. You know. Yeah. So, so I also see from angle as well. Yeah. So um
1: there's a philosopher, Kenny Girard, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've read quite a bit of René Girard because I I believe a little bit in the theory that he proposes and René Girard believes uh, in so the theory is called the mimetic theory so it's this yeah it's this is whole vast conversation that we can't get into but think about it as as ideas being viruses, right? So yeah. there are some... Of course, my own insight into it is, is that, oh, I, I think I was, I was maybe 20 or 21 when I was taking a walk from my house and I realized that there's nothing I've ever thought about that is an original thought of mine. That everything you think is mm. an idea that you caught like a virus from somebody. So, anyway, so my, now, so mimetic theory, mimesis, memes. So memes you are familiar with, right? So mm-hmm. the, the so memes come from that entire conversation. So what are so from social media perspective? A meme is a picture or something whose now if you if you are not on social media and you see a meme, you don't get it. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. if you're on social media, instantly communication is conveyed to you without words. Yeah, good. So, like that, in essence, is is how viruses work, right? So, a virus is like a string of information. If you if you likened if you likened it to real world, um, if you likened it to real world things that we know. It's like having the installer for a MacBook Pro and the installer for um, Microsoft Windows 10 and the installer for say a Linux OS installed on a Beam. And anywhere you plant that Beam, a Mac would sprout and it would grow. So in essence, a meme is like really tiny information that a tiny representation of information that A, spreads very easily, B, contains embedded information that can build out something else, which in essence is where a virus is, right? A virus comes into your cells, hijacks it, and then produces copies of itself. Mm-hmm. Do you see? Mm-hmm. So back to René Girard and don't forget, we we're talking about scapegoats. So he believed that yeah we are constantly a well sharing ideas and stuff right b we are in constant conflict right and that when the conflict builds up to a certain level in our society that the conflict is unstoppable so the conflict comes from the place of we are constantly copying each other how do i mean Mm. so we have the rat race where You want to have um, a house two cars and 1.5 children you want to Mm -hmm. in the nigerian case you want to blow you want to floss you want to live the life the original idea for that concept of a good life where does it come from do you see so exactly so that's the power of a societal meme so the conflict for getting those resources to copy each other and be better than each other right drives up to a certain extent where that conflict is unsustainable. So, at the point where it's unsustainable, the society needs a reset. Mm. So, the point mm. of that reset comes so someone is picked, an innocent person, usually, is picked. And then, <laughs> the the, re, <laughs> the result of that high conflict, oh, there's no food for everybody. There are so many people sick. Um, long story short, all of the ills of the society are projected on that individual. And that individual mm-hmm. is sacrificed. Crucified. Crucified. God, I, I didn't want to use that word because I didn't want to lead you too easily into it. But that individual mm-hmm. is sacrificed and crucified. And then society is reset almost to the beginning. And then we continue life as normal. So, of hmm. course, you, Sounds a like a familiar you had, story. had several examples of, God bless you. So, that familiar story is one of the examples of mimetic um, sacrifice and conflict. Unfortunately for Bill Gates, he falls into the realm of the individual that we all hate. If eating the rich had picked up, God bless you. So, eating the rich is an example of getting a mimetic scapegoat. Hmm. do you see Hmm. as a clear example a lot of the time some some um, companies go into say they have a bad media day why is it that somebody always gets fired (laughs) so I you know do you see somebody has to take the fall somebody has to take the fall and usually the people who take the fall are not the people who really, really 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 are directly responsible look at yeah Enron, look at, um, the crash of 2000. Look at the crash of 2008. Do you see? Yeah. The crash of 2000, um, was it? Yeah, it was, I think it was 2008 that brought about Occupy New York and so forth. Occupy
0: uh, Wall Street.
1: Yeah. So back to what Bill Gates, the truth is it's hard to identify what Bill Gates intentions are, but I'll tell you some. Look. I would not be standing on the fence if this conversation were about Mark Zuckerberg. He's an amazing Mm guy. Um, I'm sure he's a good guy. I'm saying this because it's possible that um, I complete my interviews and Facebook says, oh, Jibala, come tomorrow. Right? So (laughs) Mark is an amazing guy. But (laughs) Of course, another ethical question for me to decide whether I would want to enter into the machine that I've so criticized for so long. However, Mm -hmm. if it were Mark, I would never have any hesitation as to my thoughts as to what Mark's intentions are. But that's a conversation Mm -hmm. for another day. I can't tell, in all honesty, I actually truly can't tell what Bill Gates' intentions are. However, there are some basic truths. One, Mr. William Gates III actually does believe, and there's science to support it, that If we vaccinate people against diseases, population levels will drop. That Mm. low income individuals have more children because they believe that, or yeah, because they believe that having more children hedges against the risk of some of their children dying. Mm. And I Mm. found this to be true. Ask your parents. If your grandparents are still alive ask find out why did they have so many children back then in the 50s and in the 60s I and mean, it was a case of high because some of them were dying infant mortality yes yeah. so the science actually supports the belief that if we vaccinate people against diseases infant mortality reduces the pressure to have more children also drops also reduces so, the population then reduces yes so is is bill gates invested in vaccinating the world the answer is yes Is Bill Gates invested in reducing world population? My dear Osage, the answer is also yes. Um, Now, what you infer from his desire to have the world vaccinated is entirely up to you. Mm. That's just the basic truth. I will say something to you, that when you get to the point where you are not in the right race, you are the richest person in the world, and fame is not your problem, then there are a few things that happen. Either A, you lose a will to live, or B, you become profligate. Like you just, you're giving to odd passions, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's something about living that life of, quote unquote, struggle that keeps us going, or C, you become given to a purpose or a cause that is greater than you. Now, that is not benign in that. The purpose or cause greater than you can be trying to bring um, Tutankhamun back from the dead or trying Mm. to make the earth a better world or E, Mm. which I've seen as peculiarly absent from a lot of his investments is that when people reach to get to that point in life, they attempt to buy themselves more time, i.e., more life. I have not seen one bill getting investment. I could be wrong. I would need to um, research even further. I'm not seeing one bill investment into life extension, and that is very, 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 very strange.
0: Okay, okay. Um, we got a fan mail
1: okay
0: so a fan mail our first ever fan mail thank you so much uh, awesome you, yeah yeah we, we have the fan mail i hope you, i didn't send chills you down your though. i you did a bit you did a bit <laughs> you did a bit i'm just trying to be as optimistic as possible Okay. Right. so um um our fan mail our email address if you guys want to write to us tell us how you're feeling give us your thoughts your comments you know, some stories that are happening. And it it doesn't need to be as serious as we get, right? Tell us what's happening Mm -hmm. in your household, right? I think that's also a very interesting story. Tell us what's happening in your household. I'll tell you what is happening in my household, right? Um, A lot of people, and I saw this, you know, set of, I don't call them memes, but they were feedback from people who actually work and their wives work, or their wife yeah. work, or the women work oh, at the yeah, husband's yeah, yeah. work, and I saw this feedback. Oh, how is it working at home, <laughs> and you know, looking at your partner work at home, and yeah. you know, there were so many stories. That tiny
1: bit of surprise.
0: You know, wow. there were so many stories. There You know, you know, there was the story of uh, the guy who said, "Oh wow, you know, he he didn't know his wife was." was this tough. I think his wife is like a HR or something or some manager. You know, like he's, he's really afraid of his wife right now that like his wife, his wife, you know, office, office character is really different. You know, there was the, the woman who said, you know, you remember those teachers in school that were just wicked for no reason. I will flog you for mm-hmm. no reason. That's who. Yeah. That's who my husband is to my kids right now. <laughs> you know, they're different things. So, and um, me to my to my. You know, I'm working at home, and my wife is working. She's at the dining table working. I'm on mm-hmm. you know another mm-hmm. part, and I'm looking at her. She likes to do a lot of video calls. Oh, okay. you know, okay. I like to like chat yeah, exactly. quickly, chat or jump on the phone, but she likes to really jump on video calls and really then talk, talk, talk. And so it was just surprising for me to see you know that she's, you know, um, a person who likes to do more video calls. And I I would have never, you know...
1: You would have never
0: guessed. Yeah, I would have never guessed and all that. So, you guys, please write us, tell us how it is, working relationships at home, working with the kids. Mm -hmm. How you, you know, holding up? What's the mental health like? What are your, you know, exercise routines that you guys are carrying out and all that? The email address is fanmail at covid19inafrica.info. That's the new... Email address. And we're not changing it again. Fanmail at COVID19inAfrica.info. So please hit us up. Let us know. We have one from, I will just call him Timmy to keep his name private. And Mm -hmm. talking about conspiracy theories, Timmy sent one in. Says, I have a friend who is adamant that the coronavirus numbers are being falsified in certain parts of the world and that they are not as overwhelmed as they claim. He keeps sending me stuff like this. So he sends a video. I'll break down the video for you guys. He claims that this is why there's a disparity between the numbers in Africa and other parts of the world. I just wanted to put put this to you guys so you guys can probably add to your conversation when you talk about conspiracy theories. The podcast is really good, and I'm enjoying it so far. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much, Timmy. So Timmy sends us a video. It's an interesting video of um, parts in the US and some parts in Europe, where you have okay. citizen reporters who are going to hospitals, and um, the hospitals basically are empty, right? So they are, but they are they are doing something very interesting. They are, re- they are, they are going to reports that um, they are go- they are taking reports that have been done in mainstream media. To say oh man mm-hmm. there are a lot of people come to the hospital did y- or what the they said and this then is what they go actually, to those hospitals oh. and they are going to some quarantine centers and they are not seeing like an influx as it's being represented in media and they were asking Yo. the questions um, then again I cannot I cannot confirm the authenticity of this video I don't know when the footages were taken mm. and all that but it's one of those you know, conspiracy theories and and, and, and interesting <sighs> videos um, but we won't share the video as well. Um, <laughs> because because I also Why? cannot confirm the authenticity. Um and we have to be very careful with what we share and yeah, all that. Yeah, So yeah. True, true, true. Um, but I mean it's on YouTube if you guys want to look it up, you know, you guys can look it up. Um that's that's all we have for this for this
1: episode. Jibs Yeah. Man, same here. So a mm-hmm. small anecdote for my yeah. people at home. Don't be like me. Don't check. <laughs> Your COVID weight, it will shock you. So I got. Don't check your COVID. Yeah. Don't check your COVID weight. So I got this mechanical bathroom scale, off. Yeah. A website I will not mention. No free publicity. Anyway, so I got. It got delivered. I opened it. So it's a mechanical bathroom scale, right? So it will be off kilter because of handling and stuff. So I just. I zeroed it out. I got on it and I was upset, like, what? This is rubbish. This is not even reading my weight well. So I picked up my computer. I was already drafting a response to their customer service folks um, to say how displeased I was and to ask for them to pick up, like to return, right? So that they would come and pick it up. And then I was like, ah, you're a scientist, okay, why don't you test it with something else? So believe it or not, I got, like three tubers of yam. Don't come and rob my house. Mm. I only have three tubers of yam. Next. So I got three tubers of yam, tested it. There was one where I could tell, OK, this was roughly one kilo. It was correct. Tested two tubers, tested three. And then I stood on the scale again. Yeah. And I'm like, OK. So of course, I checked my phone to check, oh, OK. So this this was why I weighed like three, four months ago. And I'm like, holy crap. I ate my way to a weight I don't recognize for myself. So yeah, people at home, don't be like me. Do not check your COVID weight. This entire period did not happen. You did not eat all those things you ate. Everything will come good, I promise. That's it for me.
0: Alright, so what's your weight, guys? I think um, it's very easy to Drink a lot.
1: No, don't watch your no, you weight. You have to Did you not hear anything?
0: No, 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 no. You have to, you have to. Why? Because okay, don't watch your weights. Like, don't get obsessed with watching your weight But what do you mean watch your weights? I didn't mean it literally. I meant, you know, um, don't eat 10 times a day. Um, yeah. you know, don't I mean, don't, don't drink all day, you know, and try to exercise. Mm-hmm. I'm um, in your house. if you can Yeah, take, don't drink your calories. Yeah, if you can take long runs, take some long runs and all that. That's what I meant. True.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess we'll save all the mental health tips and the health tips for the next episode. Yeah, that'll be dope. We've overrun today's episode. That'll be
0: dope. That'll be dope. That'll be dope. We'll yeah, do that. Awesome. We'll do that. James, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Amazing, as always.
0: You know, on this episode, um, yeah, man. I really, really do appreciate you conspiracy theories guys that was so yeah man i appreciate
1: being here that was so
0: interesting um hopefully we get to get some feedback from you guys so please mail us and tell us what your own conspiracy theories are if we didn't discuss them um remember it's fan mail at covid19inafrica.info thank you guys so much and we'll see you on episode five cheers